When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, Drew Scott here, and I'm Jonathan Scott, reminding you that life's better with a home policy from American Family Insurance. They can help you get just the right protection at just the right price and help you save when you bundle home and auto. Kind of like Goldilocks and the Three Bears. It'll be just right for you. We love a custom build. American Family Insurance. Insure carefully. Dream fearlessly. Get a quote and find an agent at AmFam.com. Products not available in every state. Visit AmFam.com to learn how discounts may apply to you. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin. What's up, guys? Fuad here, back on Behind the Gloves with another interview. I'm joined by the one, the only, the man who's making some noise now in the heavyweight division, the savage Alan Babich. How are you doing, brother? We just said on camera there, like a year ago when we first spoke to each other, so much has happened since then. But uh, before we get into that, how have you been for the last few months? Yeah, bro, it was... uh, Amazing journey, you know. It's only, only I could only dream about this stuff, and I, now it's here, and I'm taking it pretty good, you know. I'm yeah. proud of myself with all the pressure and stuff, and all the press going mad. <laughs> so it's good, it's good. It's what I wanted. So, yeah. and 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 this is just the beginning of of a long journey uh, as you start to gain, you know, new fans, new traction, and uh, new people following you for sure. Yeah, that, that's what I always wanted, you know, to be a people champ. That was always my dream, you know. Yeah. No, no, no fancy stuff. Uh, it's going to be time for that, you know. But for now, I just want to box for the fans. Yeah. I wanted to bring something new to the game, something old into this new. And I think I succeeded because I see a lot of people following me because they see something different. You know, I'm not, I'm not like all the others. So you can't even compare me to others because you're not the same. That's a, there's a reason why they call you the Savage, and uh, you showed it a few weeks ago um, uh, and, a, and a brilliant performance against uh, Winters, obviously, uh, with all due respect, your toughest opponent to date. Um, there was a bit of heat going into it, a bit of back and forth, and I've got to say, when I saw the video go all over Instagram, I was just, I was like, that's it, that's the man, that's the side of the man I've been waiting to see, and you bought it out for real. Um, did you feel any, any certain way going into that fight because there was more animosity? Well, listen, of course I did, you know, because uh, I talked only good things about Chantel. Really, if you watch my earlier interview before the fight, I talked only good, like, yeah, respect and stuff. And then, then he came like a storm, bro, <laughs> calling me out and names mm. and stuff. You know, all that American, you know, trash talk. So yeah. I was just switched on, like, immediately, yeah. And he almost caught me off guard because I... I, as you can see on the press, I let him talk for full 10 minutes. Yeah. I didn't interfere. And I, I started totally, he went at it. I said, no, we're not going to do that. You know? So the Savage came out and the rest is history. <laughs> is, that, is, that like a, is that like a second personality? First, we've got the calm Alan, uh, Alan Babich and then we've got the actual Savage. Who, if you press the right buttons, will come out anytime, anywhere. Yeah, really it is. It's my alter ego. I, I accept it. I embrace it, you know, and uh, I, I 
I did get in touch with him many times in my life, but I didn't know it was him, you know, but now I'm for sure because I'm not sick or anything, I'm aware of it all, but it's so much easier yeah. because Alan is just a humble guy. I would never do that. I would never kill nobody. Savage is fucking lunatic, you know, <laughs> and I love that. he doesn't care. So I like having him with me, you know, because it's a lot of pressure. You know? It's a lot of, this was like, this fight was all or nothing for me, Eddie said it. If you lose this fight, it's going to be good. That means yeah. no more fights for Alan. Yeah. You know, so I had to do something extreme because Croatia is a small country. They don't really care about Croatian paper use and stuff. So I had to do something dramatic and I did. And I'm proud of it. What did you take from that fight in your performance in, se- in terms of confidence? Because, you know, like you mentioned, he is very well known for that Joseph Parker fight. But Joseph Parker was a world champion and, and you're on the rise now. What, how much confidence did you take away from that victory and the way you stopped him? Well, listen, it just it just proved my point that I'm different. You know, you can't compare me to them because me and Chandel, you saw it in the fight. It was no match whatsoever because we are from different breeds. You know, he's he's a classic boxer, you know, with a little bit of fighting, but I'm all fight. I'm 100% fighter. So it, everybody's going to be the same, I tell you now. Everyone's going to be the same if they keep fighting like that with me. I'm not going to wait. I'm not going to look at you. I'm going to knock you out, you know, in the first round. I'm going for first or second round, like Mike Tyson did, you know. They may, they may laugh at me now, but when I, when I finish 10 guys in second round, it's going to start showing, you know, because I do have that mentality. And I think I can do it to every single heavyweight. Shandell can take a punch. Yeah. Bro, I hit him with some bombs. When I hit you, you go down, but Shandell took some power bombs. So I, if I did that to him, I can see nobody in my, you know, they're going to give me the opponents, of course. They're yeah. not going to give me the best one of my fifth fight. So I don't see nobody going away with it. I don't see Tom Little, Dave Allen. I don't see going yeah. into past third round, you know. Before we go into them two that you just mentioned, I want to say, and following up, of course, you're going to be confident in your style and your power, and you know better than anyone the way you fight. But on social media after your fight, a lot of people were saying the way you came forward, um, uh, can be a problem against other people and also um, your size obviously uh, you're not the biggest of heavyweights but it, you're confident in staying in that way you've got no intention of moving down oh listen I only tell them one thing I, I'm bigger than Jeff Dempsey <laughs> what else should be told to, to, to real boxing fan to true boxing fan you yeah. need nothing else I'm bigger than Rocky Marciano I'm bigger than Muhammad Ali was when he started fighting mm. his first five fights was 190 something look at on boxers yeah. so uh, I, I mean I, I mean like George Foreman's kind of range you know he was like 2 211 yeah. at, at the beginning so <laughs> it's not big people forgot the real fighting dogs bro we are it you know from the yeah. 180 to, to 200 you know not not more and yeah. 206 280 it's, it's it's okay for me but it's a little too much I, I would like to be on 2 26 2 25 2 3 Okay. And I'm, I'm so cool with that. You know, they can tell me all they want. I'm going to prove it. I got my chance. I proved it once. And now I want the giant. That's why I said to Eddie, give me the giant because I'm much better with them. You know, Chandel could slip, could move, could, could run. He didn't do it because I cut him off, but he could do it. Yeah. The big ones, they can't run. They're going to take all of my power. And it's, you saw my power, you know. Yeah. All right, then. Well, like I said, you, you burst onto the scene this Saturday. Um, you know, with that victory, 
caused a lot of noise. A lot of people start talking. And I feel like you entered the gate into this, uh, this matchroom circle of, of fighters and heavyweights. They've got a good few heavyweights that they work with. Uh, and I feel like you are that level with um, where you'll get the fights of like a Dave Allen or a, or a, or a um, Tom Little. Those are the fights coming up for you next. Uh, that's what I mean. Yeah. Which one out of the Nick two Webb. would... Yeah, Nick Webb. Which one out of the three, then, I should say, would you want the most? Obviously, Nick Webb, Webb won the Ultimate Boxer. Dave's got a huge following. Tom also. Who, who's on your, on your hit list? Well, listen, I would, I would like Nick Webb, actually, because he's the biggest. So I would, I would love that fight because I would prove what I'm talking about right now, you know, and I'm very sensitive about proving what I'm saying because I'm always doing what I'm saying. I, I will... I, I told Chandel Vince you're gonna knock him out in first round and he was down. He was out, you know. He just barely made it to second. So I would like Nick Webb because he's big, nothing, nothing more. Tom Little's my friend. He's such a cool guy, but we talk every day on Instagram. So Dave Allen is also a cool guy. I don't like him that much as Tom Little, but uh, he's a cool guy. But he his hands are way too low, you know. I I don't think it's a good fight for him. I think he should reconsider calling me out, you know, because it's not a good way to go. Yeah, and Nick Webb yeah, is quiet and uh, I would like him, you know. He's a giant. He is big, you know. So, him or the, or the guy, Cash Ali, how is he called? Cash Ali, yeah. Yeah, I like one of the big guys, you know. I would really like one of the bigger because I never take a step back. Never. To, to Dylan, I don't do it to Dylan. I'll ask him. For 50 mm-hmm. rounds, I don't do step back. And if I, if I can hold a beast like Dylan White, I'm more than okay with everybody else. Another person that you uh, mentioned, I think, on social media was obviously your countryman, Philip Hergovic. And, and a fight with you two in the future in your country would be insanely huge uh, just for the country, for the sport. Um, how likely is that to happen, say, within the next 12 to 16 months? Because um, with all due respect, again, Philip is, you know, he's had more fights in, in that scene uh, on TV. So he'll be probably looking to push for, for the bigger money fights and the title fights now. Do you think it's possible, though? Do you think you can get that fight? Well, listen, I, if, I think there is one way, only one way, and that's the fans. If the fans want it, it will happen. Mm. You know, ask Andy yeah. Hearn about it, he'll tell you. He's the man in the business. If the fans demand it, then I'm going to climb the rankings. But I'm climbing into, you know, into different kind of... Kergovic is... Uh, he doesn't talk much. He doesn't do nothing. I do it for the fans. You know? I'm climbing yeah. in the fans stuff, you know, and I think that that I will be popular enough to, to challenge Kergovic and to, it will be huge, listen, my country never had such a rival, never in, in, the, in its existence. No. To top 100 heavyweights who doesn't like each other, he openly doesn't like each other, I don't like him a bit, so yeah. I think it's great, I think it's a great story and I think a lot of young Croatian guys will go into boxing because of us and that is what I, I want to do in the boxing, you know, I want to just receive a voice so I can express myself about things that are not good and stuff. Have you guys sparred or fought in the amateur or anything? I feel like you said something about it, but I can't remember. Um, have you ever shared the ring we with were, him? Yeah, of course. We were in the same club. You know, My coach made him. Uh, my coach took him when he was just a boy, like 13 years old. Yeah. So my coach made him be what he is today. My coach is a Olympic coach, so... We were together and I sparred him all the time because nobody could spar Hergovic. He was way too good and he yeah. is too good. He was too good. And I sparred him no matter. I had 86, 87 kilos after night shifts and stuff, yeah. you know. 
I, I was never, I was never be, took him a back step, you know. He was beating me a little bit, but I did more than okay, you know, for the opportunity. And then he just went off, went by himself. And I don't, he had some beef with my coach. I don't go into that. I don't care yeah. about that. You know? I just, I just like it for the sport. You know, it's a beautiful story. I yeah. think we could fill up a stadium. For you know? sure. I'm, I'm, as soon as, it, as soon as people start talking about it, I was like, shit, that would be insane. Like for Croatia, yeah. that would be absolutely. Yeah, because listen, we are two totally opposites in everything. In everything, we are totally opposite. You know, he's, he's a longer guy, technical, very technical. I'm a, I'm a slugger. I'm an old school boxer. So it, it's a beautiful mix of styles. You know, yeah. Boxing was used to be about styles, so you can't get much more than this. Exactly. Well, if the fans are watching, which I'm sure, of course they are, um, you, you'll get, you guys will get to know Alan more and more as he gets to get those knockouts on his reel. But also, let's start pushing for that fight. That would be absolutely nuts. And if we could cover it, which I'm sure we will be if it happened, it would be, you know, I've never been to Croatia and I'd love to go, but I like that. Um, but yeah, hopefully... Yeah, a lot, a lot of people said that. Yeah, a lot of people said that it's a good chance to, for all of you to come. Exactly, for sure. Um, let's move on then. That same card, uh, unfortunately, that night we saw Dylan White um, being handed a defeat by Alexander Povetkin. Anyone with a boxing brain would know Povetkin was no joke, no step over. The guy can punch. Um, but let, let's start off with, with reactions. Where were you? You were, I'm guessing, backstage, obviously. Uh, what was your initial reaction to the shot uh, that landed on Dylan? Yeah, I was, I was actually by the ring, you know, where you can walk and uh, I was watching it and it was total shock. I was shell shocked, you know, because mm. I would bet my house on Dylan that night. He was so much better. And in the worst part is he didn't even show nothing that, that he can, you know. That's the worst part. When you get clipped and you didn't even show like 50%. Yeah. He, although he was killing Povetkin, so imagine how much more he can do, you know. Mm. I know how much he can do. If he, if he could just go Savage and Povetkin, I think he would end him in two rounds because Povetkin was done. Povetkin was looking at his corner all the time, you know, he was done. But he's a he's Olympian, Olympic boxer, so Olympic champion. Yeah. So you can't fool around with Povetkin. And, and Dillian did just that. Dillian stand in front of him. Don't do that. Don't, don't give him time to think, you know, because if, if he starts thinking, he's going to find the hole. You know? And he did, fortunately for us. The, but Dillian is okay. Can't yeah. wait for the rematch. And, you know, he's a big man. Yeah, he d he definitely took it on the chin in terms of like um, uh, moving on from it and accepting defeat. You know, some fighters, you know, they find it hard to move on. But straight after the fight, you know, he, he admitted what it was and it, it is what it is and he wants to rematch. Uh, talking about the rematch, how do you think he'll prepare for it this time? What mindset do you think? I mean, because you've shared the, the ring with Dylan, you've been in camp with Dylan, you know, you're very close to him. Um, well, how do you feel like he, he's going to approach this rematch and what can we expect? I think he, can, he will approach it much differently. He told me even on the phone, you know, I'm going to go savage this time. Okay? He said, I should have gone savage because he had him, you know. Yeah. I think he's going to be completely different. The old, old, the young Dylan White, you know. Yeah. He was crazy. I watch, I, I tell him all the time, bro, when I watch your fights, fucking lunatic. <laughs> and now he's all like boxing himself a little slow down. I, I, would, I would prefer the, the old Dylan. You know? Yeah. I think the young Dillian would smash Povetkin into pieces. Yeah. Uh, don't wait for him. Don't jab with him. Nothing. Just go maximum violence. Yeah. You, you say that. I think that's, that's a good point, to be honest. Thinking about it, the times we, 
the last time we saw Povetkin sort of struggle was that first round against uh, Michael Hunter when Hunter came rushing forward and, and almost had him out in the first round. So I think that makes a lot of sense. And uh, finally, yes, just talk... listen, that's my... Can you hear me? Say it, say it. No, no, carry on, carry on. I think, yes, I, think yes. our, I think our voices are going through like a second late, but yeah, carry on. No, I was just about to tell you because what Hunter did to Povetkin in the first round, he just continued to That's what I do. Yeah. It, it's so easy when you see it, but it's so hard in the ring, you know. That's why nobody does it. I, I tell everybody what I'm going to do, but they can't do nothing about it. That's the beautiful beauty of the boxing, you know. Yeah. You just can't do it. What? I'm going to come to you and you're going to do what? I do nothing. You know? That's why I'm very dangerous for, for everybody, you know, because I'm not going to stop. I'm not going to stop. And you need to kill me in the ring and I can take a punch. I've been taking punches from all the best. And I did with Dillian more than 80 rounds total. So I know how to take a punch and I can throw a punch. I mean, you fucking, you definitely can take a punch. I remember those highlights you were showing me from the amateurs. Jesus. I was like, oh my God. Some yeah. savage stuff over, over there in Croatia, bro. Um, yeah, but fine, we'll finish off on, on, on the continuing on the heavyweights, obviously. Um, Dylan's, Dylan was mandatory for the WBC and he would have been uh, mandatory for February with the WBC should he have won that fight. Uh, but your, your thoughts on Tyson Fury matching up against Dylan, how do you, like, how do you see those two matching up? Because a lot of people stylistically talk about how Tyson's always on his feet and you can just stay away from Dylan. How would you see that one going if they ever met in the ring eventually? Well, again, I would, I would, I would suggest Dillian that he reaches for that younger Dillian, you know, that mm -hmm. lion. And he should just overwhelm people because he, hard, he punches so hard, you know, when he's on the front foot. When he's on the back foot, it, it's not that hard, but when he, he's going forward, he's, he's a lunatic. Because, you know, he's sparring and most of the time he's not going forward. But when when he when I take him off, you know, when he comes, I need to watch out, you know, because he's so dangerous. And I think <coughs> I would advise him, I would advise him to go forward against Fury, you know. Yeah. And it would be very dangerous fight for Tyson because Dillian has long arms. You, you, yeah, he does. He, he can cover the whole ring with his arm, right? and that is the thing that is the most dangerous about. Him. That's why the punches are so hard. Yeah, for sure. But the the one fight the the fans obviously and everyone in boxing wants to see is that is the unified fight between Tyson and Joshua. There's still a lot being said about that. Um, they're both throwing remarks at each other. Tyson saying that Eddie and and, and AJ are avoiding the whole fight. Uh, as a fan, from a fan's perspective, wh why do you think the main reason is is that we're not seeing that fight? And when it does happen, who do you see winning? Well, I think because nobody like. It looks like me like nobody cares about fans anymore, you know. They they're calling that fight for like what five years and the fans calling out fights and nobody listens to them. It's it's sad to me, you know, because we are just a gladiator. We are on the service to the to the fans, you know. It, that, that's the way it should be. I would like boxing much better if we were that way, you know. Yeah. And not some promoters going back each other. Who are you promoters? You know, you just do it for the fans. You're also in the service of the fans. Yeah. Fans buy the fights. Fans pick the fights, and if they pick a fight, just make it. You know, it's not that hard. Yeah. Not just money, 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 money. Ah, oh, fuck this. Where's the real boxing? You know, they should just fight because yeah. fans want to see it. It's gonna be a great fight. I don't think they need anything else than than that. You know. 
Who do you see winning that fight, the big uh, unified fight, should it, should it ever happen? I am really at 50-50. I, I said it for Fury in the first Wilder match, I said it in the second, I said Fury 100%. But for this one, it's really, I, I, would, I don't know, bro. I wouldn't go either way because I like Joshua, I like his style. I love Fury, you know, he's so unorthodox and everything. So it's, it's really, really hard matchup. I don't think Joshua can catch him, but I don't also see Fury can, can get Joshua. So it's a weird, weird matchup. That's why fans want to see it. You know, it's a real, real 50-50 fight. You know? yeah. I think Fury is uh, mentally a little bit stronger. I think Joshua is physically a little bit stronger. So everything just sums up. You know? Yeah, for sure. I think that that's the main reason as well. Taking away the belts and the personalities and the build-up, you know, stylistically, it's a very interesting fight. You, you can always say, oh, Tyson boxes this way and that. But then you have to also also look at what Joshua's done in terms of switching up his style as well against Andy Ruiz. Yeah, yeah. But it's not a real boxing style fight, you know. It's not like Ali and Frazier. That is, mm. that is how the fights were supposed to be, you know. A fighter against a technician. They are both on the kind of the same thing, you know. Kind of Sandy Fury is unorthodox, Joshua is technical, but they're both technical good fighters. Yeah. I don't see nobody going forward that much, so it's going to be a stalemate. For sure. All right, awesome, man. Well, do you have uh, any final words to the growing fan base of the Savage? God, I just love my family. I, uh, I just want to tell them that I got so many messages. I got like 500 messages, and I'm answering them every day. Few, you know, in the sense, fans are happy, like, oh, Savage answer me. And I'm just, uh, I'm just a gladiator, I said, so it makes me, makes me happy, you know, to answer the fans and do as much of these interviews as I can, you know. I yeah. understand it's a part of the business. People want to get to know me and I, and I want them to know me. So, yeah. all love for the fans and uh, I hope I'm going to answer them all the messages in the next five years. <laughs> yeah, you'll definitely, you'll definitely put, be putting answers out to those messages within the next few years. Well, I appreciate your time as well, uh, as always. We'll definitely catch up soon. And uh, I can't wait to see you out uh, fighting again soon, doing some savage business. Thank you, brother. Thank you very much. It was a pleasure talking to you. Cheers, bro. All right, let me just end this real quick. Sports Social Podcast Network.